0: to support this podcast go to positive slash donate any amount is appreciated once again positive sarcasm.com slash donate thank you and enjoy the program almost like it never existed but it fucking did so do me a favor go yourself like subscribe share donate positive sarcasm.com slash donate any amount is appreciated i'm gonna stick with the numbers here today uh if you want to question concerns or comments you can email me uh through instagram at positive under yeah at positive underscore sarcasm a direct message through instagram that's one way to do it you can email me directly through my website or positive sarcasm at outlook.com are the ways you can contact me especially if you're uh a bodybuilder competitive fitness you're looking for some cuts for your posing music that is one way to absolutely get a hold of me uh done cuts for everyone all over the world i look forward to cutting one for you good luck on your shows for the q4 of this year um you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, Rumble is where you find the video version of this podcast. It is the only place where you find the video version of this podcast. The audio version is anywhere podcasts are available. That's Apple Podcasts. It's uh, Stitchers. No longer with us. R I P. Um, iHeartRadio, tune in, podcast, addict, spotify, pretty much all those places. And of course, you can download it and stream it directly from Positivesarcasm.com each week here from the Spare Parts Studio. Taking a sip of seltzer. I need a wet throat for this. Alright. Got a full page of notes. I got multiple things up here. Let's just start with the basics. Obviously, once again, if you want to support this podcast, use the Weeble app. The link is in the description down below. You'll get free stocks by simply joining and funding your account. There's no contracts. And of course, there's cash management. So with, with inflation being as high as it is these days, that means that interest rates are up, which means it actually benefits you because then you get a few more pennies on the dollar in the savings account and your money doesn't have to do anything other than just sit there and you'll gain monthly nuggets. So go ahead and get started on that. You'll be supporting this podcast by using the affiliate link and I'll get free stocks simply by you joining. It's a simple and essentially in a lot of ways free way to support this channel and yourself. Let's go, let's do a little, let's do a little Scooby-Doo flashback to a podcast that I did, well not, well, yeah, about a topic that I did in the Sandbox version of the Spare Parts Studios back in 2022, 2022, regarding Allison Williams. Allison Williams is a sports reporter, not was, is a sports reporter, sideline reporter, uh mother happily married woman all of those things and she used to work for espn then back in 2021 when all the mandates started happening she asked for an exemption and was denied because she wanted to have i think more children and she had some concerns about how this unt truly what ended up being a truly properly untested, manipulate, data-manipulated uh, vaccine, if you want to call it that, it would have on the effect of her birth, her body, her, you know, and everything. She asked for an exemption. She was denied. And because she didn't want to take it, she was criticized and ultimately let go by ESPN. Now, we'll take you back to what she said, and then we'll talk to you about where she is today, because when you stand up for your principles, truly, a lot of good things can come from it. Come of it. You don't have to be an ostrich with your head in the sand. You really don't. But let me stay focused on task here. I'm actually going to have to pause my music here for a minute a little bit. So let's just get right to this and crank the volume.
1: So I know I've been a bit uh, mum since releasing the statement I put out a few months ago now regarding my decision to not receive the COVID-19 vaccine. I just want to give everybody an update on my situation with ESPN and a great producer once told me, don't bury the lead. So I have been denied my request for accommodation by ESPN and the Walt Disney Company and effective next week, I will be separated from the company. Um, First of all, thank you, everyone who reached out and texted, emailed, called, um, messaged me. I can't tell you how much light it brought in a really dark and difficult time and I've also had a lot of people, and women in particular, reach out and share their stories in regards to fertility and getting the injection. And to the women who got it and have had and are having successful pregnancies and have babies in their arms, I'm beyond thrilled for you. Um, congratulations, that's that's amazing and terrific. And I I believe you to The women who have reached out and shared their experiences of getting the injection and subsequent miscarriages, menstrual irregularities, um, periods after menopause. I am so sorry that that is your experience, and I pray for you and um, I believe you. Belief is a word I've been thinking about a lot lately because in a to the medical apprehensions regarding um, my desire to have another child in regards to receiving this injection, I am also so morally and ethically not aligned with this. And I've had to really dig deep and analyze my values and my morals. And um, ultimately, I need to put them first. And the irony in all this is that a lot of those same values and principles I hold so dear are what made me a really good employee and probably helped with the success that I've been able to have in my career. And it wasn't that long ago that those values, sorry, were aligned with the Walt Disney Company. In April, they sent out an email to all cast members, as they call employees, saying that they believed the vaccine was the best way forward, but ultimately that the decision to get it was a personal decision. Their values have clearly changed. I understand that. I, know, um, I don't know what it's like to run a multibillion-dollar company and to have shareholders and board members and financial quotas to answer to and not to mention societal and, I'm sure, political pressures. So I respect that their values have changed. I had hoped they would respect that mine did not. And ultimately, I cannot put a paycheck over principle. And I will not sacrifice something that I believe and hold so strongly to maintain a career. A lot of people have brought up the moral obligation receiving the vaccine um, is to being a good citizen And I weighed that and I thought about the implications. We all want to be good neighbors. We all want to end this pandemic. But ultimately, an injection that does not stop transmission and spread for me did not weigh in morally. So I want to just say, too, that um, I know I'm not the only one walking away from a career they love, a profession that is a passion. And so many of the people who are in the same situation as me are serving society and benefiting this country in ways I could never do. They are nurses. They are teachers. They are doctors. They are police officers and first responders. They are, most importantly, our military. And they, too, are pilots. They, too, are choosing to put their beliefs first. And I just want you all to know I stand with you. But I also want people to to know who support these mandates that I fight for you. Because if this is the direction we take our country, there will come a time when the government or corporations mandate you to get something that does not align with your values. Power given is seldom returned. And when that day comes, I want you to at least know that we fought and we tried. I don't know what the future holds, obviously, for any of us. I'm trying to wrap my mind around the thought that the largest game I worked in my career the national championship game might be the last college football game I work. But I'm gonna focus on what I have to be thankful for. I'm gonna hold on to my faith. I'm gonna pray things get better. And then I can see you on the television set in some capacity in some stadium covering some game soon. Until then, God bless. I'm gonna go hug my baby.
0: <laughs> um, sorry. That video is over a year old, and not her it pisses me off and emotionally upsets me just as much actually even more now than it did when she posted it and you can tell from the way she spoke that she is a reason she was a reporter a sideline reporter a journalist a model ESPN Uh, citizen, model ESPN employee, excuse me. Everything she said was true. Everything she said was true. And even if it wasn't, even if some of it was wrong, even if some of it was not to the degree in which she put it, her her values have value, and she did. She ultimately lost her position at ESPN, in which Sage Steele, who also no longer works for ESPN, also has left ESPN. So well, excuse me, what I just what the fuck did I just say? Sage Steele criticized, I think originally, Allison Williams for her decision. And Sage Steele, as of recently, like a month ago, she left ESPN too. So here's where we are on this situation. Back then, she was fired. This tore her apart. It was a decision between her values. And we know this right now. We know that what she said about uh, issues with with taking this, we know now that not only does it not stop the spread. It also it goes it gets in your bloodstream. There's links between it and myocardial tissue damage in your heart and that it's in your breast milk. So you're not just taking it for yourself. You're taking it for the part, for the offspring that you're having. So she has questions she had questions, she had concerns. She's re- she received information, and as a journalist, your job is to take that information and vet it and see if there's validity in it. And she started asking questions, and she said, I have doubts about this. And she was insen- essentially told, like everybody else in the world, shut up and do what we tell you. But she stood by her principles. She stood by her principles, her thoughts, her feelings, the facts that she gathered. And as a result of her being a person of principle... Allison Williams, as of last year, works at Fox as a sports reporter. Courtesy of the New York Post. And then when we jump to this, this is a year-old article. But I follow Allison on um, on Instagram. I look at her, her her reels, her posts, her stories, everything. I need that inspiration to know that when I feel like somebody's fucking lying to me or forcing me to do something I don't want to do. I need to know that, I need to remember that there are people like her that help me make decisions that aligned with her because I was threatened too. Now, I, I was threatened too, and it, it's an inspiration for me to know that she exists out there, and there are people that align with my... Th- way of thinking, which is not crazy, anti-vax, conspiratorial, which on- honestly, at this point, have more validity than anything that the mainstream is putting out. And because she stood by her principles, courtesy of the New York Post, um, August 2nd, 2022, Allison Williams is no longer a free agent. She has been working as a sideline reporter for Fox Sports, continuing to cover college football as she has for so many years, she obviously split with from ESPN in 2021 over the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. She has she confirmed on Tuesday, telling OutKick the coverage. I can't find. Uh, Think of a more perfect way to return to the sidelines than with Fox. Williams joins Fox Sports as a college football sideline reporter for selective games this season. She quoted as saying, I am beyond thrilled and so grateful to be joining Fox Sports coverage of college football this fall. Said Williams, having to step away from the sport and profession I love this past year has reaffirmed and reinvigorated the passion I have for this job. Last September, Williams announced in a statement on Twitter which I was, for me, it was through Instagram, that she was opting out of the college football season as a silent reporter with ESPN because she had not received the vaccine against COVID-19 as she and her husband were trying for a second child. Williams shared that she had not decided to receive the COVID-19 vaccine after consulting with her doctor as well as a fertility specialist. Thankfully, they did in this. I saw this. It was great. The couple welcomed a daughter, Alexandria Maria Kutz on, if I'm sorry if I said that wrong, on July 12th. Their son, Lyle sanson Coots, turned three that day. Quote, this will be the first fall in the last 15 years. I won't be on the sideline for college football, Williams wrote at the time. My heart hurts posting this, but I'm at peace with my decision. Then in October, Williams announced her split from ESPN and said that she would be separated from the company after her request for accommodation had been denied. And you know what? The first fucking emotions that a person goes through excuse me a woman goes through all the things she has to factor in to make sure to go out of her way to make sure that she has a successful birth a successful pregnancy and a healthy child the things they have to take into account every little goddamn thing they put in their body counts and they think about it and this was completely denied of her a healthy human being in a healthy relationship with a healthy job nope they took all those decision-making they took all that decision-making away imagine if she had a miscarriage imagine if she had a stroke died during pregnancy imagine the the child was a stillborn imagine all these things that could have maybe happened Because of certain things that were circulating in your bloodstream ended up into your breast milk or uh, had a softening of the placental sac. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I can tell you this. There are people out there, including her doctor, who she and her fertility specialist, that said maybe this isn't the right idea. Because maybe they hadn't been uh, uh, morally corrupted, at least as of yet. At the time, Williams said she was unsure about what future had in store in terms of her broadcast career. It's not clear. In addition to her role at Fox, and she's still working there today, Williams released a sports series with the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire ended up suing against the vaccine mandates. It went all the way to the maximum Supreme Court, and uh, for non-clinical services, they won, which was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And then data point after data point after article after article, study after study, doctor after doctor, journalist after journalist came out quickly and ravenously about the bullshit we were fed for the last two years and about how many people flat out lied to the American people and lied to the world and are still doing it and still trying to force things down our throats about what's taking place. So she has – she's working with The Daily Wire – um, fuck. She's an awesome human being. Now, Sage Steele criticized her. I believe I did. I have that article. So, uh, literally just this past month, Sage Steele ha- has, after settling a lawsuit about free speech, um, has left ESPN as well. Now, what did she say? She did a. Ev- uh, oh, see. ESPN sports reporter said she was uh, removed from the air after making comments, uh, controversial comments about vaccine mandates, sexism, sexism in sport, and former President Barack Obama's ethnicity. She left the network after setting a lawsuit. The sports media giant sidelined Steele in 2021 after comments on social and political issues sparked criticism. She apologized for the remarks but sued the network, alleging it retaliated against her for the, her comments and violated her free speech rights. Quote, having successfully settled my case with ESPN and Disney, I've decided to leave so I can exercise um, my First Amendment rights more freely. Steele, who started the network in 07, said in a social media post Tuesday, I'm grateful for so many wonderful experiences over the past 16 years and excited for my next chapter. Uh, The network confirmed her departure in a statement. ESPN and Sage Steele have mutually agreed to part ways. We thank her for her many contributions over the years, according to the network. A person familiar with the matter said that the network had been in mediation with Steele prior to her departure. Uh, in terms of her depart- Okay, here we go. That's what I wanted to see right here. Appearing on a former – what did Sage Steele say? Appearing on former NFL quarterback Jay Cutler's podcast, Uncut with Jay Cutler, in uh, 2021, Steele talked about Disney's vaccine mandate, which we just discussed about in Allison Williams' uh, article there. They discussed the vaccine mandate. That was Disney's mandate, female sports reporters, and Obama's racial identity. Quote, I respect everyone's decision. I really do. But to mandate it is sick. And it is scary to me in many ways, Steele told Color. I'm not surprised it got to this point, especially with Disney. I mean, a global company like that. Steele, who's 50, also made comments about field sports reporters and sexual harassment, saying women need to be more responsible. And it isn't just on players and athletes and coaches to act in a certain way. So when you dress like that, I'm not saying you deserve the gross comments, but you know what you're doing and what you're putting out on that outfit, Steele said, like, women are smart, so don't play coy and put it all on the guys. There <laughs> she's honest. Steele also questioned Obama's uh, uh, decision to identify as black on the consensus. I'm like, well, congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I think it's fascinating to consider that his black dad was nowhere to be found, but his white mom and grandma raised him. But hey, you do you. I'm going to do me, she said. Um... Steele's father, as a side note, Gary Steele, was the first black varsity football player at West Point. Her mother, Mona Steele, is his wife. She said um, something about – well, I just want to – I want to throw this in there because I thought it was valid. I don't know if I misread this. Uh, Steele criticizes Allison Williams. I thought I had that. I thought it was in the article. Um, i don't know uh i mean i won't i won't dive into it any further i won't i won't try to look for it i mean whether if, if sage steel criticized her for not taking it then that's the fine that's her right to do so but that is also her colleague but she ended up leaving over comments that were kind of echoed by allison but i believe sage actually ended up getting the shot so um Oh, so Allison Williams said she was bullied and vilified after ESPN vaccine firing. Former ESPN reporter Allison Williams testified in Congress on Thursday about losing her job to the network, refusing to take the vax. She was fired in 2021, citing fertility treatments as the reason she was avoiding the vaccine. She joined Fox Sports. Williams appeared before the select subcommittee coronavirus pandemic chaired by Ohio rep Brad Wenstrup to detail her experience. She said on 2021, Disney sent an email to all employees stating that getting the vaccine is a personal decision for each of us. That position would prove temporary. A few months later, received a notice from ESPN that effective the 21st of August, the vaccine would be required to attend all remote events. This includes games and remote studio shows. There would be, quote, absolutely no exemptions to this rule. Williams said that she retained hope that she'd be allowed to work remotely keeping her job religious medical grounds as she worked with the fertility specialist in hopes of delivering a second child. She said she received documentation from her doctor supporting her request for a medical exemption that was not accepted. And then... I was, quote, I was notified due to a large number of medical exemption requests received. They were having a clinic-wide meeting to discuss how to best handle them. After said meeting, I was informed as a clinic they would not be providing any medical receptions for any patients. Um, Instead, they were referred to the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology and the CDC website. Despite my doctor's acknowledgement that the medical intervention was unnecessary. Unnecessary. Remember that word. For me as an individual. A blanket approach was taken for all patients, disregarding our specific needs and risks. The request was denied. She sought a religious exemption. And then, of course, we just essentially. So they forced her out. They forced her out for whatever reason. At that time, things were really weird because they were forcing everybody to get it. And they were not only forcing everybody to get it, but remember, vilified, demonized, treated like Livestock. We were, we were, we were plague rats, fucking plague rats. So, understand my anger. Understand my anger and my, also my elation to somebody as strong as her for standing up to, just simply having the values to say. This isn't for me. This isn't my thing. There's enough data out there for me to state my to for me to back my opinion and my values. I'm not fucking doing this. And was from all accounts uh you know, okay, like cool, you know, can we talk calm about it? But no, it's like you get that corporate bullshit. Take the shot or lose your job. That's it. We don't care about your fucking kid. We don't care about your career. We don't care about your family. Take the shit or get out. And then essentially Sage Steele, obviously stating her opinions on things. I mean, imagine that it's it's got to be tough leaving a place for like that you've been for like, you know, 15 20 years. And then you voice a couple opinions, they all of a sudden and then they just remove you. It's like you need remember like they had lunatic Keith Oberman and Dan Patrick as the sports center those are the, that was like the A squad and these guys said some shit these guys were wild these guys were awesome but they were front and center these were the front and center guys they had opinions they had thoughts but i from what i understand they weren't treated well either now obviously keith overman has gone on to become a different person but as a sports reporter as a headline as a talking head you have to have some type of opinion if you're a but if you're working for like an actual news agency like cnn or something you maybe try try focusing on the news put the news first put the unbiased news up first but allison was a journalist she was a reporter she her job was to dive in and find the truth sage was an anchor uh but she went on somebody else's podcast Had some thoughts and then it trickled up to ESPN and they're like, "Uh, nope, nope, nope. You know, we don't want the backlash. You're getting plenty of backlash now just by ditching these people who were very valuable in their positions. But you clearly didn't value them. So this is why you're getting sued. This is why you're getting demonized as a company because you make dumb decisions like this. So I guess I want to kind of leave this on a happy note that sage Steele got to sue espn and get some money out of it and she'll obviously find uh work elsewhere she will I, she's she's absolutely talented no doubt about it when i used to watch sports and sports center and all that stuff sage was great and no problem with sage charismatic sweet great for the camera knowledgeable eloquent awesome allison williams not a big college football guy allison williams fantastic, charismatic. You love to see her on camera. You got to see how excited she was for sports. She really worked her ass off and ran across the field to go and talk to the coaches and stuff like that. She's awesome. If you're a college football fan, Allison Williams is, uh, is a staple in your uh, weekend lives, 100%. So, Congrats to I, I I wish Sage all the best and congrats to Allison Williams for just being another person out there standing up for what they believe in, um and ultimately being right. So that being said, I want to move on and it's I don't want to move on to Q and A yet. I got some other things here that I got to dive into and we're gonna do another video uh another video here in just a second. Um I don't know if you guys have heard uh it, Russell Brand uh former actor big team was huge he was a big hollywood star for getting Sarah marshall get him to the greek I mean, it, I mean he was just wild rock star comedian uh f- f- you know philosopher type person podcaster youtuber all that stuff rumbler <laughs> um some shit dropped to make his life m- harder i mean this guy he's spiritual he's a father of what three he's happily married He's kind of reformed himself, stopped drinking, drugs, sex addiction, all this stuff. And he's just become this remarkable human being that everybody looks to, but is also being demonized. And we're going to dive into that now. And I want to get it from his own words first
2: hello there you awakening wonders now this isn't the usual type of video we make on this channel where we critique attack and undermine the news in all its corruption because in this story I am the news I've received two extremely disturbing letters or a letter and an email one from a mainstream media TV company one from a newspaper listing a litany of extremely egregious and aggressive attacks as well as some pretty stupid stuff like uh, my community festival should be stopped that I shouldn't be able to attack mainstream media narratives on this channel but amidst this litany of astonishing rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute. These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was always transparent about that then, almost too transparent. And I'm being transparent about it now as well. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question, Is there another agenda at play? particularly when we've seen coordinated media attacks before, like with Joe Rogan, when he dared to take a medicine that the mainstream media didn't approve of, and we saw a spate of headlines from media outlets across the world using the same language. I'm aware that you guys have been saying in the comments for a while, watch out, Russell, they're coming for you, you're getting too close to the truth. Russell Brand did not kill himself. I know that a year ago there was a spate of articles. Russell Brand's a conspiracy theorist. Russell Brand's right wing. I'm aware of news media making phone calls, sending letters to people I know, for ages and ages. It's been clear to me or at least it feels to me like there's a serious and concerted agenda to control these kind of spaces and these kind of voices and I mean my voice along with your voice. I don't mind them using my books and my stand up to talk about my promiscuous consensual conduct in the past. What I seriously refute are these very very serious criminal allegations. Also, it's worth mentioning that there are witnesses whose evidence directly contradicts the narratives that these two mainstream media outlets are trying to construct, apparently in what seems to me to be a coordinated attack. Now, I don't want to get into this any further because of the serious nature of the allegations, but I feel like I'm being attacked and plainly they are working very closely together. We are obviously going to look into this matter because it's very very serious in the meantime i want you to stay close stay awake but more important than any of that if you can please stay free (sighs)
0: so in so essentially he has back in the day when russell was a bit of a different human being more of a wild rock star uh, you know, type, the dude, like anybody, like any other, you know, NBA player or football player or rock star or whomever, dude was fucking, dude was fucking, it's his right, it's his thing, if he's not doing anything illegal, but that was him, that was him. He was a darling. He was a media darling. He was a different animal. He was wild and crazy. But he was popular. And he was in the movies. And he was part of Hollywood. Hollywood's disgusting. Hollywood's disgusting. And now that he's speaking more conservatively, or he's speaking more truthfully, let me put it that way. Well, let's not put him in a box. Because he's not that, he's just telling you what... He pulls this information, he reads about it, and he explains it to you. And this is a guy who understands UK law. It's, Great Britain is very different when it comes to their bill, bill of rights, and what's in there, and how their government works, and how their police uh, how their police departments work, and their gun laws. Which, when it comes to gun laws, you really can't have a gun in Great Britain. So, and doesn't make any difference whether it's an American city or or a European city, uh, Great Britain, London is a shithole. London is an absolute shithole. People get killed there all the time. So it makes no difference whether there's guns there or not. It's the people you have, the culture you bring in, and the freedom to be your own individual. Now, on top of all that, and the censorship is coming down, it seems like whenever these people start speaking truth, actual truth, and start discovering things that the, uh, you know, that this, that this secret agenda of all these people that I wrote down, if it doesn't align with them, they just start trying to cancel you and get you out of the way. So what took place? Obviously, Great Britain has nothing better to do but to try and essentially cancel uh, Russell Brand for apparently rape allegations, which I'm not even going to dive into. Because if he says they're bullshit, I got to believe it because I have to – first of all, I have to believe somebody. I have to assume that you're innocent until proven guilty, and there's no major evidence to support it. Why? Because this is ha- this is not the first time that a comedian in the past several years has been accused of raping somebody. Okay, Brian Callan, accused of rape. That dr- that was dropped. Cristalia accused of rape. That was dropped. So I have to align. If there's no real evidence, there's no evidence at all it was just some person who's looking to make a quick buck or looking to ruin somebody's reputation or was forced by the state or the government to make some comments so that they could pick it up and take the football down the field in order to cancel somebody who's actually making them look bad which in this case the uk parliament the uk government um and uk authorities should absolutely like the london mayor piece of shit london uh, uh english governor piece of shit all pieces of shit um if he's gonna make them look bad I can understand why they'd want to take him out. And YouTube has already demonetized uh, Russell Brand's channel. Now, the UK lawmakers, actual parliamentary procedure, they sent a letter to Rumble stating that, hey, Rumble, have you demonetized Russell Brand's channel yet? Because Russell Brand, like like Jimmy Dore and like Brett Weinstein, uh, they felt like they were being censored. They felt like they were being, you know, forced to self-censor themselves about certain topics, whether it be government corruption or healthcare corruption or Pfizer or whatever. They felt like they were being censored. So they moved over to a platform that was um, that Dave Rubin helped start so that they could express themselves more fre- freely. Now, United Kingdom sends a letter to Rumble basically insinuating, hey, hey, Rumble. We don't like Russell Brand. He's bad for our narrative. Can you shut him up, please? London, September 21st, courtesy of Reuters. Online uh, video site Rumble has hit back at concerns raised by British lawmakers about Russell Brand's ability to make money on its site after the comedian and actor was accused of a string of sexual assaults. Brand will use the Canadian-based platform where he has 1.2— That's a problem. Canadian-based platform. There's already a problem in Canada when it comes to censorship and government crackdown and oppression. So this is something you have to keep an eye on. Um, he has 1.2 million followers on Rumble. He uses the Canadian platform to deny, deny the allegations. On Saturday, he, we actually watched that on YouTube. He said he had never—he's never had non-consensual sex. YouTube said on Tuesday it had blocked him from making money from his channel on the site, which had 6.6 million subscribers. 6.6 million subscribers. Imagine the revenue you get from that on YouTube. Completely gone. Shut it down. So, lawmaker Caroline Dinny-Nadge, whatever the fuck her name is, chair of Parliament's Culture, Media, and Sports Committee, asked Rumble Chief Executive Chris Pavlovsky in a letter if Brand was able to monetize his content on the site, including his videos relating to the accusations. Quote, If so, we'd like to know whether Rumble intends to join YouTube in suspending Mr. Brand's ability to earn money on the platform? Question marks, she said. Pavlovsky called the letter extremely disturbing and said it was "...deeply inappropriate and dangerous that the UK Parliament would attempt to control who was allowed to speak on our platform or to earn a living from doing so." Quote, "...although it may be politically and socially easier for Rumble to join a cancel culture mob, doing so would be a violation of our company's values and mission." He said this in a statement published on X, formerly known as Twitter, late on Wednesday. Quote, "...we emphatically reject... The UK Parliament's demands. He basically just said, Fuck you, Great Britain. We're not doing this. Suck a dick. The Sunday Times newspaper and Channel 4 TV's documentary show Dispatches reported on Saturday that four women had accused the 48 year old of sexual assault, including a rape between 2006 and 2013. London police said on Monday they had received an allegation of sexual assault dating from 2003. YouTube owned by Google parent Alphabet Inc brand has v- said that Brandon violated its creator responsibility policy. It's a creator's off-platform behavior harms our users, employees or ecosystem. We take action to protect the community, a YouTube spokesperson said. What did he do to violate this policy? He hasn't done anything illegal. He's a journalist, he's an investigator, he's an opinion maker. He's a comedian. So what did he do? So his behavior, what behavior? What behavior are you talking about? Are you talking about the rape allegations behavior? Or are you talking about the fact that he's um, uh, talking against the mainstream narrative? Which one are you talking about? Because if you're talking about his, um, if you're talking about the, the rape allegations behavior, he has not been convicted of anything. There's no trial set. So you're saying just because – okay, has Russell Brand actually harmed your users, employees, and ecosystem? Or have the people who have, quite frankly, falsely accused him of egregious conduct violated him? he hasn't done anything he could be sitting he could be he could be a farmer and be like i'm going to show you how to fucking plant potatoes and we're going to use these seeds and don't use the nitrate the the, uh, the, the 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 oxide whatever that you'll drain your soil of all its nutrients it's like hey there's and look at all the potatoes we got this year and some chick could come along and file police report uh for whatever reason and saying nope He's harmful. He could be sitting in a farm doing nothing and having a YouTube channel about growing potatoes and if somebody comes along and accusing him, accuses of him doing something he didn't, YouTube's basically stating that because that person just came out of nowhere and accused this potato farmer of doing something inappropriate, accused of doing something inappropriate, they can take all his money away. Take his money away, block his content, and close down his channel. And nothing's been proven. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. The dangerous precedent you're say setting paves the way for other options to come through. You pave If you pave this precedent, you're paving a road for other people to come through and say, hey, why don't you come over here and do this? You should always allow, allow people to ask questions. So Rumble basically said, hey, go suck a dick. Unlike YouTube... We actually take our content creators uh opinions seriously and like i just said russell brand starts questioning the narrative rape accusation james o'keefe formerly of project veritas starts looking into pfizer uh, allegations that pfizer basically is doing everything that they kind of are doing the fbi raids his house now he works for o'keefe media group creates his own media group Because the FBI raided his house, and Project Veritas separated him from a company he basically built. Joe Rogan, most popular podcaster in history, gets more views than any news organization, than any nighttime TV jokester like Stephen Colbert. They call him an anti-vaxxer because he doesn't get the juice. He gets sick for a day or two. Takes a bunch of uh, medications that his doctor told him to take, and based on the research that he did, he's perfectly fine. He's back in the gym a couple days later testing negative. They call him an anti-vaxxer. They try to cancel him. Biggest podcaster ever. Brian Callen, same thing. Questioning the narrative, rape allegation. Has to leave his show, uh, Fighter and the Kid, for a year until the shit gets settled. No criminal, no criminal record. Cristalia, starting to question the narrative now. Tired of the cancel culture and the pronouns and all that other stuff. He had to deal with that stuff. He cheated on his wife, and that's where he, and he paid for it there. But they're together and they're closer, and that's his business. His marriage is his business. But he didn't do anything He didn't do anything illegal. Robert Kennedy Jr., a presidential candidate who seems to be making a lot of sense. Okay? And says a lot of things that I kinda get I kinda get in line with. And I'm like, that makes like a lot of sense. Those are some things I can work with. Maybe this'll lead us in a better direction. Won't give him the fucking time of day, calling him an anti-vaxxer. Do you realize his dad and his uncle were shot and killed? in broad fucking daylight you can you understand that this guy would have questions about how the government works and this guy also understands how hollywood works too because he's married to cheryl Hines. you know curb your enthusiasm he's married to her he understands how hollywood works as well he understands how the hollywood elites work he understands how the government elites work so a guy who's kind of on the inside but yet he seems like he's talking from the outside On our behalf, you know, they won't give him the time of day. They won't even give him a platform. They won't even allow him to primary the president of the United States, who can barely finish a sentence without drooling on the fucking podium. And finally, Elon Musk, who says he has no respect for the SEC, no respect for the federal government, and and is a free speech absolutist. And they try to take him down every chance that they get. Where all the guy does is want to innovate and create create babies too, but there's no rape, rape allegations against him. The guy is just, he's got a mind full of ideas and he's trying to sort them out. Now, if he wants to get to Mars, that's on him, but the SEC wants to go after him. The government wants to go after him. The deep state wants to go after him. All these people, Russell Band, innocent. James O'Keefe, innocent. Joe Rogan, innocent. Brian Callan, innocent. Chris innocent. Robert Kennedy, innocent innocent. Elon Musk, innocent. In the meantime, Anthony Fauci lied to our fucking faces um, about, you know, whether or not masks work, whether or not the vaccine work, Um, the fact that he was basically choking out puppies in Madagascar and cutting their vocal cords out so they couldn't scream. Um, Two years of this bullshit. Lied to the oversight committee. Lied to a senator's face. Senator, with all due respect, you do not know what you're talking about. And funded, funded the chaos that we have seen for the last two years. And gets to retire as a glory maker. Look what everything that we have accomplished. Two years. And lied to the government's face. Perjured himself. Nothing. No criminal charges whatsoever. In the meantime, basically poisoned the public what it's coming out to be, myocardial damage, uh, 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 pregnancy issues, strokes, blood clots, breast milk, wasn't even supposed to get into your bloodstream, and yet, all these reports and all these studies that are confirming that this thing is actually, the long-term effects are starting to become more and more serious, and more and more common, and more and more reported. So, was the mass mass was the mass population poisoned? Was it vaccinated or was it poisoned? Because I'm starting to lean towards more poison. Because now it's confirmed that with the new variant, which generally I think the original rule is that you don't mass vaccinate during a pandemic, because generally you create more variants. And now with the new variant, which basically doesn't kill anybody, like just like the last one, um, and the original had like a 99.5 survival rate. So, pff, if that amount of the population is going to survive maybe just give us the information and let us make our own decisions, the people who actually have been vaccinated are more likely to get the new variant, which amounts to nothing more than the common cold. Wipe your nose, take a hot shower, eat some soup, get the fuck over yourself. Also on top of that, in the meantime, well we're locking everybody up and making people stand in fucking bread lines and forcing people out of their jobs unless they get the shot, Nancy Pelosi and her band of merry fucking government midgets, and all those thieves on Capitol Hill are robbing you of all your freaking stocks and investments and buying and selling while they're passing laws to make their stock values go up even more. Gee. I wonder if that's a connection we should set. But we asked her point blank on camera. No, nothing to do with it. This conversation's over. They play Russian roulette. And they know where the ball's going to land on the table. Takes the whole po- concept of gambling. they gambling with our lives. But not with their pocketbooks. And through all of this. Epstein Island. If you want to talk about all these people that I listed, Brand, Rogan, Callan, dalia all these people accused of so many different things, many of them of sexual assault. We still have no list about who went to Epstein's Island and what they did there. None. No whistleblowers. Jeffrey Epstein is supposedly dead. And it was concluded that he killed himself while in prison. I'm sure he did while the cameras were off and the prison guards were taking a siesta sure he's dead his girlfriend is in prison we got no list bill gates supposedly flew there many times has many many associations with jeffrey epstein bill clinton flew there almost 30 times and we know bill clinton likes to get his dick wet i know we all know he said it on national television No criminal charges there. Nothing. Not not a peep. Basically all done and over with. Nothing to say about it. A giant list. So I'd like to know what Bill Clinton was doing on the island. I'd like to know what Bill Gates was doing on the island. And a couple British royals I also have some thoughts and opinions on who also flew to that island. Who were rumored to have some inappropriate relations with girls who, let's just say, weren't 18. In the meantime you have all these plots and all these government informants just running about like the plot to kidnap the minnesota governor most of those are fbi informants the whole january 6th thing ray epps the one who's on video trying to incite people to go into the building he gets a domestic charge a domestic like disturbance charge which is basically a slap on the wrist which will end up becoming nothing in meantime, there's a journalist who was recording what was going on at the actual location. He's getting jail time. Do you understand my anger? While, why I think so? I've never thought that the government was coming for me or that the deep state or that the elites or that the corporate uh, fat cats were coming for me and using me as another means to make a dollar. While YouTube is banning actual medical advice. I never felt like they were coming from me until two years ago. I was like, why do I matter to them? Until they told me flat out, do this. Can't go to, just like what freaking Don Lemon said on CNN. Can't go to a grocery store. Can't go to a movie theater. Can't go to a restaurant. Can't go to work. Stay home. You are a plague rat. He said that on national television, we do not need these people. We need to move away from these people. We need to um, leave these people behind. Leave me behind. I have such visceral distaste for these people. What do you mean these people? People like Don Lemon. People like Anthony Fauci. People like William Clinton. People like Jeffrey Epstein. People like the people who killed Jeffrey Epstein. People like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and fucking stroke face there. Uh, what the hell's his name? McDonough? McConnell? Mitch McConnell? Who looks like he's seen fucking Insidious one too many times? Apparently. Or you know, once you see the ring, once you see Mitch McConnell's face, there's no going back. There's a point to all this. They came for me. They wanted my job. They wanted my freedom. They wanted me to comply. And because like Allison Williams, I decided to say, I'm not fucking doing this to a smaller degree, regardless of whether I lose all of my monetary freedom. I will find a way. Chase and I will find a way. I was this close to saying, fuck it. Pack it all up. We're leaving the state. Fuck this place. We're good. Do you want to go to war? Fine. Let's go to war. Come and find me. But because myself, on a small scale, and Allison Williams on a larger scale, and the Daily Wire on a massive scale, decided, no, we know this is bullshit. We know this is bullshit, and not on top. And on top of that, it goes against everything that the Bill of Rights was precedented on. It's all of it is absolute massive corruption. And I don't want to burn it all down because I don't want to burn down the Constitution. I don't want to burn down the Bill of Rights. I just want these people gone. I want them fucking indicted. I want them arrested. I want them taken out of power. I want these people to stop fucking with my heroes. Russell Brand is becoming a hero of mine. Joe Rogan, I'm an avid listener of the people that he has on his podcast, and I love the conversations that he's having, the jokes that he's saying, the, the, the topics that he's looking into. I find it fascinating. I think it's a ton of fun, and you're taking the fun out of the things that I do. You've made me an angry motherfucker. Maybe I was already an angry motherfucker, but now I'm a raging angry motherfucker. You're taking my ability to just be free and breathe free air. I don't like what the WHO is doing. I don't like the FDA is essentially letting all of our food and drugs be poisoned. And I have come to the conclusion I can't trust any of them. And I know that the things that I'm doing for myself are eons better than anything that they're doing. I'm living my life the way I want to live my life until I physically can no longer find food that is safe to eat, supplements that are safe to take, air that is safe to breathe, water that is safe to drink, and words that are safe to say and opinions that are safe to share. I will do it until my dying moment and I will protect it to my last breath on a podcast that nobody listens to. on a a project that not many people have heard of on a budget that's not very big, but I have a right to do so and I have the technological know-how on a very small budget to accomplish it. And I will never stop doing it until my heart stops beating. I wish you all a very nice day. I hope that you guys find financial freedom, uh, spiritual freedom, and any other type of freedom that you can get your hands on, the ability to learn and get ahead in your own lives, it's not that hard, but it is hard. And if you have questions or concerns or comments for me, you know where to find me. S- subscribe to this platform. It's on Rumble, which apparently respects our First Amendment's rights in here in the United States, even though they're Canadian. And if you want to allow me to be part of your day, I'm not very good, but I won't lie to you. I have some I have some thoughts. I assume that the person you're listening to may know something you don't. Which is why I listen to so many different things. But uh, don't get me wrong. I'm a little closed-minded when a large waft, a big logo. I get I get very doubtful. I become a very doughty Thomas when a big logo comes to me and says, "Hey, this is what you should do." And it's like, "Based on what?" I'll be my own logo thank you very much there's a reason it's tattooed on my back in the meantime you can find me anywhere where podcasts are available the video version of this podcast is available on rumble like subscribe share donate positive sarcasm.com slash donate any amounts are appreciated find this plat- find the video version of this podcast on rumble you have questions concerns comments once again and the weeble app sign up for the weeble app financial freedom is an app, desktop, or tablet away. Sign up using the link. You'll get free stocks. Start your cash management system. I'll get free stocks just for you signing up. Am I invested in the stock market right now? Absolutely. With all the chaos going on, when there's blood in the streets, bye. In the meantime, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. Congrats to Allison Williams for just being an awesome fucking bitch. And I'll talk to you all next week. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm Presentation.